Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 7 o'clock Monday night. It is time for Caveman Corner here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. We're live from Modern 507 East McKinley Avenue in Mishawaka near Division Street across from Liberty School. Open up until uh, 9 o'clock tonight and uh, dinner's going for yourself. I'm Jimmy Rosario along with Dean Huppert. Dean, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. You know, the football team's still playing in the playoffs. Right? We're getting ready for some winter sports heading out and... Uh, uh, nothing better than a Monday night, and we're still talking uh, fall and winter. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, I see you're in your uh, athletic director's costume. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've got that tonight. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I wore orange today. I thought, you know, it's Halloween, and then I, I right? look around, and uh, almost every student had black on today. Of course. Like, Gosh, back in the 80s, we wore orange, and it was really cool. But, uh, that's not what we're doing. But, uh, you know, we've, we've got an exciting show tonight. Uh, I know a lot of people are out trick-or-treating, and some people may be driving around, but uh, a lot of our coaches are out with their kids tonight. Mm -hmm. So I got this wild idea to bring back a couple legends to talk to us. Sure. And you may have recognized one of the laughs over there with Al Smith, and, and he's here along with Jim Aldrich. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you, sir. Good to be here, Dean. Yeah, so we're going to talk a little uh, Mishawaka sports right now, things that are happening, and then I'll just let you guys go, and I'll, I'll go down and get myself a burrito, and then I'll come back <laughs> at 7.30 to say goodbye, okay? Sounds good. You talk about a couple guys who have stories. Uh, this is going to be a fun show, folks, because these guys have, have given so much to Mishawaka, mm -hmm. but at the same time, uh, were great athletes in their own right, mm -hmm. have harvested so many athletes in Mishawaka history, and and they've been around some of the greatest ever. But uh, we had a great weekend last weekend with uh, Liam Bauschke, a sophomore runner, finished ninth in the state in cross country. Cross country. Wow. And Congratulations. He, I, I talked to Coach Cove today, and he just couldn't be prouder. You know, there was one junior in that top ten. But beyond that, Liam Bauschke was in the top ten as a sophomore, and, and he's second in the all-time with his time. He had a 15-26 uh, this year, wow. which was just blazing. So he, wow. if he starts uh, cruising along a little bit, you know, we talked to him a yeah. few weeks ago right here on Caveman Corner. He grew about six inches in the offseason. He's been in that strength and conditioning room getting a little bit stronger each week, and uh, we're really proud of him and, and the whole team because the, the cross-country team is a family, and they push each other. Oh, so yeah. congratulations to Liam. Our girls' basketball team, hard to believe, they had their scrimmage last week against Jimtown. They open up tomorrow night against That's Riley. amazing. And then they're going to play <laughs> How Mishawaka. How quick the year's Mary. going, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know the philosophy, though, with the IHSAA is they start the girls' season mm -hmm. a month earlier. Yep. That way they can get that tournament done, and then they can roll into the boys tournament and it's about eight straight weeks uh, seven straight weeks of high school basketball uh, we're looking forward to this friday night mishawaka taking on concord it's the sectional championship at concord 
And if you want to be at a game, boy, and uh, October 7th, it was 15-11. to 11. Mishawaka won the game. Uh, there's some things to clean up, and Coach Kinders talked about that, but the team looked really, really good. Adams came out, played a hard football game, and Mishawaka beat Adams in the sectional semifinals at Steel Stadium. It was just a beautiful night for football, and our team came out in the second half and played so great. But Mishawaka won that game 35-6, to six, and now we play for the sectional championship. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but if Mishawaka does win and Fort Wayne North wins, Mishawaka would be at Northside in Fort Wayne in a week for the regional championship. And if Mishawaka wins and Fort Wayne Snyder wins, then Snyder would be at Mishawaka. So that's ah. the scenario. Uh, we were talking to the athletic directors from Concord and mm -hmm. Snyder and also Northside today trying to figure out all the all the dynamics. All the logistics, so yep. They can, make that, uh, they, they can make that announcement whether or not Mishawaka wins or Concord wins. We're going to have to see Friday night. And, of course, you can listen to that game on 96.1 FM, and it's also going to be the game of the week on TV. So if you if you don't get a chance to be there, there are ways to, to watch and listen, mm -hmm. and, and we're really proud of our partnership with WSBT. But uh, talk a little bit about Mishawaka football, just what you've seen, what you've heard this year. Uh, you know, we went for from Al Smith to Jim Altrich to Bart Curtis to Keith Kinder, and you guys have been such a huge part of, of setting the table for what we have now at Mishawaka. Well, just looking at the, you know, going into the sectional, and um, we're in the second game of it, or really the third and final week of it, and um, just thinking about the records, how close it was last time. You know, the nice thing about um, a sectional, the regular season doesn't matter. The sectional. Amen. The sectional is a whole new beginning, and anything can happen, and every team has to be has to be up for that game. Coach, were you a rah-rah type guy, Coach Aldrich, when when you were in the locker room, when you when you got to a championship game? Because you guys put yourself in position. You won a couple NIC championships, or were you just more of a matter-of-fact, calm, this is what we need to do, boys? I don't think I was ever calm. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see how good your memory was. <laughs> I, I, just, just thinking back for a minute, I remember one time we went over to play Marion, and um, I'm looking around, and the guys are looking at me like, oh, we're going to win this. Don't worry about it. And I didn't, I didn't take that too well, and I started, I started ranting and raving in the right. locker room because um, <laughs> I knew that Marion was there to beat Mishawaka, and I, those guys had to get up. Amen. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Coach Smith? When when you go back and, and you coached wrestling for a number of years, but also football, I know, was a huge passion of yours. But you have to motivate different players in different ways. But when you're on that pulpit in front of the team, what was the, the type of message or what did you want them to know before they went out onto the field? Oh, I was very quiet um, <laughs> as, as, a, as a coach. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I, I can't remember, you know, any uh, situation where I ever got <clears throat> upset. Tom Landry type, right? Well, I, without yes, the hat? Stoic. Yes, yes, very <laughs> stoic um, and withdrawn. Um, I, I, uh, I came in with a guy by the name of Bob Heck, who is here, uh, and he was an old Purdue guy who liked to rant and rave. Uh, and then I went through Karpinski, and I can't use Karpinski's um, – word that he used for everybody uh it was cs and uh he called everybody <laughs> that then we went to lou mahalovich who was <clears throat> different to say the least and then went to bill doba and bill doba was uh 
uh, pretty much a rah-rah guy. I mean, he okay. was he was he get cranked uh, quite a bit. I think he knocked himself out at uh, Washington State, button heads with a guy who had a helmet on. Yeah, of course he was a Division One <laughs> college coach. Yeah. It was awesome to see him come back and coach against Notre Dame. Almost had him. Yes, sir. Um, and, and from there, we went to a guy named Jim Miller, who was honestly pretty calm and collective. Uh, he had a, a fullback by the name of Jim Aldrich that just ran over everybody. Yeah. And I do distinctly remember listening to Jim Miller tell Coach Aldrich that if he had a chance to run over South Bend Washington's free safety, who was also their quarterback, he should do it. Don't run around him. Run over him. Yeah. Um, and I, I looked at that and I thought, whoa, wow, what is this? Mm -hmm. um, and you throw Tanner in, who went to, to uh, Florida someplace, and I think still there. Yeah, he went to Baron Collier. And uh, <clears throat> then uh, after that, uh, then Jim Aldridge came in, and, and I thought he was going to retire as the head football coach. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was there forever and a day. Uh, and then after Jim left, uh, we brought in this guy by the name of Bert, Bart Curtis, who said, I'm not going to throw the football. And I thought, at Mishawaka, they'll kill you. But <clears throat> you know what? When you're winning, no one really cares. Right. And so Bart Curtis ended up being the man under the, the thing. And then, of course, now we have uh, Kinder. And, and Kinder is literally a uh, younger Bart Curtis. He, yeah. he really is. I, I do remember Bart Curtis. Um, I went up and leaned on the fence, which, by the way, he was definitely opposed to uh and once and he brought the team out of the locker room three times uh he brought them out didn't satisfy him he sent them back in brought them out didn't satisfy him he sent them back in no kidding um uh, so he's uh he, he's, a, he's a pretty neat guy um you know other than football and and this is you know this will blow your head up about four or five we probably have one of the greatest athletic programs in the state of indiana yeah uh you know our football program is almost unmatched our cross country you just mentioned uh, the fact that they're always really good and then we have a volleyball program where we have a very legendary character uh, in charge of that again after he retired and came back. Um, so it, it's just like uh, you, you can't find a better athletic program, total program, yeah. well, and than I, and I know yeah, I know we're all just so proud of, of the yeah. history and tradition. Yeah, and, yeah and but the, he's leaving out one of the best programs in our in our um, school's history too, our wrestling team. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. they're always a contender with everybody and and, you know, Al is the backbone to all that. Um, you know, it, it, across the state, everybody knows the name Al Smith. I'm glad he said sure. backbone and yeah. not uh, rear end. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, and people through the years have talked about, you know, it's a wrestling school and you probably never have great basketball. But we've had some we great do. basketball players. Oh. And now we have a couple coaches in charge <clears throat> of the programs that I, th I think great things are ahead. Uh, Coach Blasco did an amazing job last year, and it's going to be interesting. They play so hard, and Bodie Bender coming in has already shown how much pride, and he's shown discipline too, that he's, yeah. he's ready to get these guys in shape. So I think we can have a great basketball and wrestling program.
program, and this year is going to be be a testament to that. Coach Aldrich, you know, people talk about 2009 and 2010, and Coach Curtis came in and we beat Penn. You were right on the cusp of oh. knocking off those Kingsmen and, and stopping that streak from 1980. And I, I know you had so much pride in those kids that they did finally get over the hump. But how much work was it to set the table and, and to, to make kids believe that you can beat anybody, that you can be the best in the state? Because you had kids like that, and, and you really set the table. I, I, I will say that forever, that the great things that are happening now, Al Smith and Jim Aldrich put it right out there for them. Well, I just remember when you came in and you did a, a series on Mishawaka football and, and the tradition of coming out of the tunnel and everything else. We had a young man by the name of um, Nick Terrell and um, Jamie Lukacheski and um, Johnny Carlson and um, Josh Fulton, and they kind of called them the Four Horsemen, and here they come out of the tunnel. And um, that was a real special group of young men, and that was in 2005. And um, they were supported by a really strong sophomore class. And, um, and so the 2005 team was really a special team. And they went down to the wire with the, with the Penn Kingsmen. John Carlson. And um, i tell you what, the, the team in 2007, my last year, it was really hard to walk away from Mishawaka football because I really thought that was a special class of um, young men. Um, we had excellent offensive linemen, and they were going to be, they were going to be returning. Um, we had the Warmoth, a young man by the name of Warmoth, who was a, who was a running back for us. And, um, and also we had um, Sandifer, the wrestling coach. He was my running back for half the season. And um, he was doing really some great things before he got a high ankle sprain. Boy, he was he was really really good. That yeah, was, he could change direction, and make things happen. Yeah, that was that was a you know people think of Steve Sandifer and they think oh you know he was he was amazing wrestler. He won state championships, but on the football field he was magic. He was really good. Yeah, that was fun to watch. Uh, you know, you le you left coaching, became an assistant AD in 2008, and and held on to the athletic director's job then 2011 to 2017. From coaching to being an athletic director, just how was that different for you? Because you were in the, I guess, in the guts of it when you were the coach, but then you were the leader of it as the athletic director. Well, I tell you, you know, if you're going to be an athletic director, you have, to, for me, I, I don't think I could have been an athletic director anywhere else. You have to love the, you know, the school that you're at. And mm -hmm. I think that, Amen. you know, I, had a, I was fortunate to have Mike Faulkner with me. I worked with Bob Schreiner. And um, I was with some, with some people that really love Mishawaka athletics. And um, that job is, is more than what people understand. Because you start at 7 o'clock in the morning and you're going home walking in the door at 1030 at night. And unless you really love it um, or love athletics it's it's not the job for you yeah you got to watch this gentleman and uh, of course we have the all al smith classic 32 teams come in but uh to have a wrestling program like al smith did state champs in 1991 uh, hall of famer um what does that tournament mean to mishawaka when you when you think of the name al smith he walks in and 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 you can just tell that it just changes the atmosphere because he lights up the room but at the same time there's that respect of well i'll tell you different. the truth right now i can't believe al's been quiet for so long but um <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm getting the questions in now because he, he's once he goes we're done <laughs> i can remember when lance beeler took over the job from al smith and he came up to me he says what do you think about this we're going to change the Mishawaka invitation went to the Al Smith 
um, tournament, I said, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's awesome um, because um, just uh, understanding what um, Rustlin means to this community, and um, he's the person that developed it. And um, he developed the program, and he brought the pride to that program. Yeah. And um, and we're not even talking about um, all the young men that he helped along the way. Sure, wrestlers are a different breed. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm proud to say I was a wrestler from Michigan High School. And I think I was a little bit different too. I mean, there's a couple of times I got grabbed by the collar by Coach Smith when I was a young man. Well, and uh, talking about some numbers, uh, as a football coach, Jim Aldrich, 92 wins. Uh, you look at Al Smith in wrestling, 316 wins and only 66 losses, four ties. I can't believe you allowed four ties to happen and you just didn't keep <laughs> wrestling all night. But uh, that's probably a story for another day. But 35 wrestlers at state, uh, 13 NIC champs. Uh, when, you, when you talk about Mishawaka, and what it means to put on the M. I'd like to ask both of you, just just knowing uh, the athletes who have come through, but to be the leader and what it means for you as a, as a former athlete to put on that M and then to be a coach, what was it to represent Mishawaka for you? Well, I tell you, that's probably the – coming back to Mishawaka was was hard enough because I didn't think I was, was ever going to come back to Mishawaka. And you played in the eight, or 70s, and then you came back in 86 as an assistant, right? And um, I think the toughest thing about the time I had being the head coach at Mishawaka was the fact that my family was from here. And um, everywhere you go, you represent your family. Mm-hmm. And – we all know how fans can be in the stand. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I have some brothers that were pretty good athletes, and they were listening to it. Sometimes they had to go to the other side, I think. But um, <laughs> it's probably best they did. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Especially but, but, with but Byron. Yeah, but that's part of it because you, you embrace the pressure and you know what the expectation is. And, and for Coach Smith, that's, that's something that you weren't afraid to put that expectation out there for your athletes and say this is what we are going to do not this is the excuse that we can't do it you know um the late 80s um you know i think mid 80s and late 80s uh, we went through a i call it lethargic we went through a situation where trying to get young men motivated was extremely difficult and the fact that we had, Jim, he was down at Yorktown then, building Yorktown up and all that sort of stuff. But uh, we just, we had a lot of difficulty. And I think back on the 80s, I loved Corey Sinkovitz. Corey Sinkovitz was a screwball. I mean, to the nth degree. <laughs> and I, I think at least three times I had him by the throat up against the wall, either in football or wrestling. Uh, for something that he had done or did, uh, but he was a motivator. I mean, he went over to what Adams. He was at at well, that South in Washington for a while, and then went to over to Adams. And and Corey Sinkovitz was a motivator, and he was in that group that I call a lethargic, a a no um, f- fun-filled uh, thing, and. Um, I, I was talking to him the other day, and, and I used to get fun. We have some of the greatest policemen 
in the history of the world helping in Mishawaka, and about half of them are former football or athletes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you at least a dozen times I'd get a phone call about two, three o'clock in the morning. You got to go, <laughs> you got to go out below the dam at Mishawaka and tell those kids to get off that island and dump all that beer and stuff. Otherwise, we're going to arrest them. <laughs> and I mean, it was like, oh my God. So I'm rolling over looking at my wife, and I, I say, think, I, I think there's there's no timetable for a cave and code violation. We may have to, we may have to go back. And, uh, I mean, those was, things have changed. Oh, my goodness. I roll over and look at my wife, and I say, I got to go. And she goes, twin branch again? I go, yep, twin branch again. Um, but they, they they were great kids. I You know, I'd do anything. Mike Williams and Brian Guernsey. I went downtown Mishawaka to talk them off the roof of a building because the police were down there going, you guys got to come down. And they're going, we're not coming down. You'll arrest us. Just like, fearless, get, aren't they? Yeah. Get down here. You know, we, we, we made the move to the Northern Lakes Conference just a few years ago, and this is uh, our third season. And before we did that, we went to guys like Al Smith and Jim Aldrich and John Danaher and, and, and talked to them and said, hey, uh, this is the thought. We're thinking about going to the Northern Lakes Conference. If you guys say it's crazy, we'll stop it right now. And I thought it was an awesome move because you had such a perspective of the history but a, a vision for the future of what the Northern Lakes could be. Here we are. Uh, I know from an athletic director standpoint, we've seen increased crowds. Oh, I think geez, the competition yeah. is is even more. Uh, at one point, I, I remember telling the coach, I said, "Be careful! Be careful what you wish for, because this is a conference that's yeah. going to come at you from every angle." Just your perspective on, on that change, and it was a hard decision because we had been over 90 years in the Northern Indiana Conference, and the loyalty we had there, just it had to change because times had changed. It wasn't the same conference that it was years ago. I think we started it, didn't we? Weren't we, we originally yeah. part yeah, of South the Yeah, South Riley and Mishawaka. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it um, sure was. The Northern Lakes just, uh, its a, they'll come at you from everywhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't care whether you're talking football or wrestling or baseball. Uh, I mean, they're, they're good. And you've got to prepare. Yeah, yeah you've you really got to be prepared week in and week out. And they do. They bring a lot better crowds. Yeah. I mean, there were some times there toward the end in the NIC when we would play a South Bend team. You look across the stadium, and there's nobody over there. Yeah, that's you know? tough, and it's tough for tough yeah. to see those kids and the parents. Uh, Jim, just uh, when we're talking uh, talking about that conference move, um, we have made the move, and and now I, I think we're going to see the well, fruits I, of it. I kind of felt like I was a part of that decision too because we were talking about that for a while, maybe a year or so. And um, I felt it was a good move for Mishawaka. I thought those schools were a lot like Mishawaka, you know, although Mishawaka does have three schools in it, if you count Penn as being part of Mishawaka sure, right. and Penn being, I mean, and um, Marion, Marion right. being part of the city too. But um, they're, you know, each one has their own town and um, facilities were very were very similar. Um, we were talking about going to um, the Doolin Conference there for a while. I didn't think that we were like the Doolin Conference at all. Right. I didn't. I mean, facility-wise, size of school. Um, so I felt that this was really a good move for Mishawaka, and I thought it would help out with um, the draw. 
as sure. far as fans yeah. in the stands, and um, sure enough, it has. I wanted to wanted to have you guys name drop just a little bit here. Um, I, I just looked out at the Hall of Fame today, and I'm looking at Josh Harper and Ooh, yeah. Leroy Johnson, uh, Anna Rohr, uh, not in the Hall of Fame yet, but she's got her own place, and she <laughs> will be. Uh, George uh, Gulianix, um, Freddie Fitzsimmons. Uh, you talk about guys who were in the NBA or in the NFL and Major League Baseball. Uh, we we're laughing because uh, Gulianix led the NFL in punting, but was a running back for the Bears. But uh, among that group and among some other names, boy, Mishawaka's history, the greats that have that have come along. Um, Talk about that. Just uh, you know, I don't even mention a guy, Frank Steele, who had the had the the long jump record until just about two or three years ago. Years ago, yeah. Uh, talk about some some of the names and and a kid like Josh Harper. When I when I said his name, I just saw you go, ooh, that that kid was special. Very very special. Um, and not a uh, a nasty guy. I mean, if you won the state as a freshman, a sophomore, and even a junior. You'd kind of think you'd get a little cocky, but I never saw Josh Harper get cocky. Yeah. I mean, he was just a down-to-earth, real pleasant guy. It's funny uh, you say that because Anna Rohr, her junior year when she was injured, I went over to her place after to see her working out because she wasn't able to run in the state finals. She said, I am so happy for that girl for winning it. You know, she hasn't had the chance the last couple yeah. years in the same thing, the humility. But Josh had yeah, that. He had it. He yeah. uh and when they talked to him, and I was standing off to the side, when they said, we're going to forfeit you into fourth place here in the individual one because we need you in the state team championship, and he just said, fine with me. I mean, he yeah. didn't say, oh, let's think about this or anything like that. I mean, uh, sure. uh, one of the guys that I really openly admire is a guy by the name of Forte. Uh, who won the state? Tommy is and awfully good. On the other side of the coin, at the Mishawaka Invitational, he got hurt, and the medical people stepped out there and said, "You know, you you better set this one out." And he said, "There ain't no way." And he just pushed him away and went back out on the mat. <laughs> I mean, there's a difference between those two guys. I mean, he just said, "No, I ain't doing it. I'm going out on the mat." Yeah. And Josh Harper did not do that. He was very solid. Jim, you played in the 70s and, and saw them all from the 80s all the way through. Did somebody pop out to you that just is like, that was different? Well, I'll tell you what, one that pops out real quick is my running mate, John Rogeman. Oh, I was say Rogan. I mean, oh. yeah. He had some magic to him. He could make some things happen. Um, I thought Al had one of the best football players come through that I had seen at Mishawaka, and that was Paul Fowler. Fowler. Um, he was this an I mean, he was a specimen. You Intercepted know? a ball in the Raisin Bowl. Yes. Playing for Wall State. Okay. Ran it in. And scored a touchdown for the yep. win the game. Yeah. Yep. Returned it for a touchdown. In fact, we were all in there in the office breaking down films when I was coaching, and all of a sudden there was a news break, and Paul Fowler is making this great play, running the back for a touchdown, and um, the, whole, the whole staff just erupts. In the locker room when we're breaking down film because he's he's on national TV and we're watching him do this and when he's playing at Ball State. Yeah, Al, I got to ask you about one coach that you coached at the same time, Marv Wood. Um, you really want to hear this? I do. <laughs> uh, we had a confrontation once 
<laughs> because the basketball team was, and they were scheduled by the athletic director. And, of course, Marv Wood went on to coach <laughs> Milan and the Milan Miracle, and then they had the movie Hoosiers after him. But here's Al Smith going up against Al uh, Marv Wood. And uh, so they could practice up until 6 o'clock. And we had weigh-in at 6 o'clock, and our match is supposed to start at 6.30. And we rolled the mats out at 5.45 on the floor. And I, I want to say to you very bluntly, Marv Wood was not a calm, collective man. I mean, <laughs> he told me what I could do and where I could go. Uh, so, but, it, you know, he had this saying, it's nice to be important, but it's more, more important, important to be, to be nice. nice. He wasn't nice that night. I, I, you know, I looked at Marv and I'm like, well, no, you know. That, so that was back in the day when the wrestling room was at the uh, south end of the cave, yeah, right? In the uh, equipment room now, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. And you had to separate guys like this guy sitting over here that used to get in fights, and they would go under the old bleachers in that angle iron, <laughs> uh, and that was scary. That was pretty scary. Mm -hmm. But Marv Wood had to be the greatest man I've ever been around in my life. Yeah. I mean, he. He was a super nice individual. Yeah, Don't ruffle his feathers, but <laughs> he, he was really nice. Yeah, a special, special man, and, and married such a special lady, too. Oh, Mary yes. Lou, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah well, it's hard to, hard growing to up, it was, they were our next-door neighbors, Marv Wood and Mary, and Mary Lou. So, yeah, they were, they were good people. But going back and talking about the wrestling room, that, th that place was a, was a cracker box. And there was a pillar in the middle of it, <laughs> and the walls had had some mats up against them. And Still got green padding. We on used it. to have something called <laughs> wall pins. You could get pinned against the wall. <laughs> I've never heard that. So you had to fight your way off the wall and off the, off your back when you're on your back on the floor. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, we're getting short on time here. I, gosh, this is this has been the quickest half hour that. Can I see one more done. thing? Yeah, you sure can. Uh, That's I, what I, I was going to tell you. Yeah. Just, just, I'm uh, just going to say that I can remember the Goshen coach walking in, and seeing our facility, and I, I'm I'm behind Coach Smith, and I'm standing there, and he walks in with his players, and he says, "You see this, guys." It's not all about facilities, because we didn't have any. Right, right. I mean, I can remember Lance Beeler rolling them out on the gym floor or in the hallway. Hallway. With his with his JV team, and I think I don't think he that guy was ever beaten with his JV team. Yeah, you're right. He was undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Coach Smith, just final final word here. You usually get it in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've already uh, bad mouthed Marv Wood. Yeah, you can't get any more sacrilegious than that. So uh, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, we've had some, and we haven't gotten into other personnel other than the ones that Jimmy met, but uh, Sharon Versup oh, was gosh. one of the most awesome people I've ever been around in my life. Most incredible uh, high school athlete I had seen in the, she, at that time. She wow. ran a ball down at Ben Davis when we were in the state finals uh, against uh, Muncie um uh, Burris? Burris. Muncie Burris, right. She ran a ball down that no human being should ever have been able to get. She brought it back, and we scored. We beat them. Yeah. yeah she, was, she was incredible. Miss basketball, and 
you talk about volleyball going to Purdue on a volleyball mm. scholarship, and I, I think she had 38, 40-inch vertical jump. It was just crazy. Oh, but yeah. um, I just want to thank you guys for, for your contributions to Mishawaka. I know they're well-documented, and, and you not only give back, but you continue to give back. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I look over there, and there's Coach, Coach Aldrich. He's helping out mm-hmm. at uh, Battelle Elementary doing the, the <laughs> scoreboard. And, and whenever he can, Coach Smith is, is down there, and he's helping out the wrestlers. They, they said he coached 28 years, but it's got to be more like more like 45 or 50 now because you, you just keep <laughs> on coaching. You're that energizer coach. So we thank you very much. I show up, but I don't coach. Oh, you're coaching. <laughs> I don't know anybody who can coach more with a look than you can. And it's a look, and everybody knows what it means. So and thank there's you a voice much. that carries. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. We appreciate it. All right, and that is Caveman Corner for this week here at Monterey Mexican Grill. Big thanks to them. And, of course, uh, also thanks to Midland Engineering Company uh, for, their, uh, for their efforts with uh, covering uh, Mishawaka football. Mishawaka uh, Midland Engineering Company beginning their second century of quality roofing experience. Also, by the school city of Mishawaka, growing leaders in a culture of excellence, the Mishawaka Way, and the Mishawaka Education Foundation, granting a better future. For Jim, for Al, for Dean, I am Jim. This has been Caveman Corner on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.